Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Bichu Akila Sharim Mitzvila podcast. We continue today in our discussion of the Pirkesium. We have concluded Parak Vav, chapter 6, and now we have reached the final pages of our Sefer. Says Rapinkis, Bini Ilat Sharim, at the closing of the gates, uh, borrowing the language that we use on Yom Kippur when we talk about Tfilat and Ni'ilah, when we talk about the final davening that we say at the closing of the gates, so to speak, and of course also a play on words, as our Sefer is called, Sharim Tfilat, the gates of Tfilat. So Bini Ilat Sharim, as we close those gates, as we finish this Sefer. So he says, Yiduim Diver Ramban Bigeret. Uh, the words of the Ramban are well known in his Egeret, in the letter that he wrote to his family. We'll quote from him directly. He says that when a person finishes learning from a Sefer, so they should look for something that they can uh, take their learning and imbue it inside of it. Take something practical, something that they can actually uh, use uh, the learning that they just learned. He says, look, the, my approach, mine as in Rapinkis, his approach in writing the Sefer and you know going through the different Lishonot, the different languages, the forms, the expressions of Tila. So he says not everyone's going to agree uh, to his take on what those are and how to understand them. He says, really, it was based off of what I thought. Uh, these tefillot were, what these different forms, languages, and expressions were. And he didn't really rely heavily on earlier sources that dealt with the differences between these types of tefillot. Certainly we quoted earlier sources, but not necessarily in their direct explanation of these, di- of these different forms and expressions. He says, I really just based off of the simple understanding of the words. And he said, I couldn't really find many practical uh, examples uh, as to how to fulfill each one of those uh, specific languages, forms, or expressions. So he says, because the majority of that which I explained in this Sefer came from my own heart, what I understood as being the differences in these languages and these forms and expressions. He says he understands that people's uh, hearts uh, appreciate different things, and they're very, very different. Nevertheless, you, the precious reader who've reached up until this point, this point of the Ni'ilat Sharim, the very end of the Sefer. So he says, you're able to go ahead and to take what you learned over here and hopefully to put it into practice. And he says, at least to continue the study, to go into all the different languages, the forms and expressions, try to find earlier sources that deal with them. And to think of different uh, ideas to add to all of the different approaches that we gave. That's what each person should do. To better appreciate what was the difference between the language former expression of Shava versus that of Tzaka. And how the two of them differ from Bitsur. And the same is true of each and every language former expression. And figure out in your own understanding, right? If you don't necessarily love what Rapinkas had to say, or you do, and you want to add to it, that's fine, and that's great, and that's wonderful, and it should be a continued exercise, but the key is la via varim lamasa. You want to bring them into something practical. We want to change our davening. We want to take everything that we've learned and put it into the davening that we're doing. Without any doubt, that without a doubt, there, this would be a tremendous exercise, and it would you know pay many, many great different dividends, uh, practically speaking, uh, to go ahead and to really engage in the process 
process of discovering the differences between these forms and expressions of tefillah, and then trying to figure out a way to incorporate them into your own personal tefillah. If God forbid a person is going through difficulty or distress, uh, or they're just going through a certain matter that they need to daven over a lot. So obviously, those who are filled with uh, faith uh, among the Jewish people, they pour out their hearts in tefillah, prayer, and supplication. And they're going to go ahead, uh, or it makes sense for them to go ahead and to daven using all of these different forms and expressions, all these different types of tefillah that we've discussed throughout the, the entire spectrum, all of the variations. So for example, in a moment of, you know, uh, I guess meditation in solitude, or whether they're just saying tilim, you're shown the fanam halashanot. They should write down these 10 different languages, forms, and expressions of tefillah. He should pour out his heart uh, and, and this matter before his creator, and try to think of his uh, particular issue that he's davening over and figure out how he could express that in each one of these different languages, forms, and expressions of tefillah. And to give each approach uh, a few minutes of his time. So again, he's suggesting don't choose one type of uh, tefillah, one form or expression of tefillah. Or, you know, on this type of day, I'm going to daven in this way. And that type of issue, I'm going to daven that way. He says, no, no, no. Sometimes when you're davening over something, it makes sense to write down all of them, uh, all 10 or 13, depending on uh, which source you're using, and to think, uh, how does my issue work with this form of tefillah? And to use all of them in approaching this specific matter.